A martyr who took on the system and paid the price, losing his family and his only daughter in the process. Exactly your kind of guy, Hank. He escapes his jail cell without leaving any clue as to how, and then he disappears magically, despite having no money to his name, and now he brings me the Ant-Man suit. The only thing that can rival... Listeners, assemble! Welcome to Saga of the Stones. I'm Chris, online known as Simi, remotely here with my co-host. Hi, I'm Beth. Not known online as anything, really. And what did we just watch, Beth? We watched Ant-Man, and I thought it was going to be really stupid, but it wasn't. I really, really liked it, which is amazing because the trailer was awful, everyone. It was awful, but the movie was really fun, and I really liked it. <laughs> I was really yes, shocked. It, going into that movie, even knowing that I liked it, I started to question myself because that trailer is just so bad. It was really bad. It was it it. I was not inspired at all to even think about liking and watching this movie. But uh, so and I I really I had a good time, and we're doing this one so differently than we usually do. I was. You couldn't see that I was sitting up in my chair and leaning toward the screen and, come on! I tried not to yell at you. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm glad you didn't because it would have made it a little hard to hear. And But otherwise, like, yeah, I, I miss not I miss seeing your reaction to stuff. I kept wanting to, like, click over to a video feed to see you, but... We didn't it, have it, that. This is a very... Yeah, it, it, this is just a very weird change and every podcast is getting to it at this point if they weren't already doing it yeah i don't much care for it i mean just because i enjoy our interaction during while we watch the movie and and uh hey aren't i supposed to know that person and we get some of that but (laughs) you often look at me and go oh yeah she got it and we yeah. So it was definitely different, but I enjoyed that. I'm glad we did not watch the movie separately and then come back to record together because uh, definitely I, I, I like to be able to interact while we watch. Yeah, I think that that kind of is key for us because it helps me pick up on things that either you didn't get or that you like call early in the movie like when you immediately picked up on how much of a just a butt cross is from the beginning. Yeah, I don't like him. And it just <laughs> And and so watching it together is as much part of this process even though nobody hears that part of it as recording it. So I'm glad we can at least do this much and perhaps I'll look into webcams and ship you one so we can Add video to that. that oh, I don't know. I that feel sounds like we're getting weird a little if we go bit there, uh, um, sleazy. Yeah, sleazy. <laughs> That's what it sounds. A little we, bit we sleazy. Definitely... Oh, does that would that make me a webcam girl? Hmm, I don't know. Pause for edit. <laughs> <laughs> we can still have that. Good deal. 
<laughs> so why don't you just start talking about the movie? What did you like? You know, I really enjoyed, you know how I enjoy, uh, oh, the little one-liners and stupid little jokes, something to kind of, that brings people to life and not such stiff character. It, that mm-hmm. was abundant in this movie. I gotta tell you, Luis was one of my favorite <laughs> characters because he was hysterical. Yeah. And just it's a, it's a different random. way of doing that. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 weird, but it like it fits because I think everyone knows a person who tells stories like that. Oh, it was so funny. But he was so excited. I, he was just excited. Oh yeah. He was amazing. He's that person who doesn't give enough details, and then he gives way too many details, and then he's kind of like halfway in between. And it works out well when you uh, have the third party that can just say, old man's house, safe. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. What? (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But I really enjoyed the whole story i wasn't and i wasn't prepared to you know i was not looking forward to this right and i was uh not really prepared to actually enjoy this and i didn't even pick up my phone once and you couldn't even see me yeah wow that's that is that is quite the accomplishment i sat here and watched the whole movie sitting in a stiff back chair watching a computer screen (laughs) <laughs> but so so yeah that that's that's a that's an a plus from from beth then, absolutely i, <laughs> I <laughs> this yeah much better much better than i anticipated and yes i knew darren was a a dick from the get-go and uh i had a feeling that scott and hope would uh hook up at some point looks like that might be happening oh, yeah, st- are is there an ant-man too there is a second Ant-Man movie. Ooh. Okay. Does she get to wear the so suit? We'll oh, don't tell me. You're not allowed. You're not allowed to tell me stuff about it. And I'm not allowed to read articles and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got to let everyone know. Beth found an article about phase four of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, sent it to me and said, I didn't listen to it or read it because I know I'm not allowed to. So everyone claps for Beth. Yes. And he told me, good job. <laughs> I think I specifically said she was a good girl for not doing that. Yeah, not good that. girl. I felt like I got a pat on the head. It was really sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I even down to Darren, I thought all the characters were played phenomenally in this movie. Because you have Darren, who is just that sleazy, greasy Ugh. businessman who's just off center, so he kind of spirals the whole movie. Very slowly. Yes, and then all of a sudden it's down the drain when he makes the breakthrough, which is kind of what they told us was going to happen. Yeah, Hope, even from the beginning, she, even though it seemed like she was against Hank, like there were little tells knowing what was coming. She had a brittle smile at some points or like her face changes real quickly at a scene cut. So you see that she wasn't quite all the way on board from the beginning. It's really well played. And I think I like Ant-Man a lot just because 
he's not super smart about all this. He, he a lot of the reasons I like Star Lord are a lot of the reasons I like Ant Man. Yeah, because he's a, he's a superhero, but he's also a dude. Totally, and mostly a dude first. Yeah, I yeah. I think so too because in my head I was comparing the two also, and I really uh. The things I like, yes, same thing. The things I like about Star Lord would be the the same things I like in Ant Man, and some of it's so ridiculous. And <laughs> but you still, and you know me, no sci fi type person. I'm just that's not my thing. I still buy into it all. I'm because <laughs> I'm enjoying the story, and it's yeah. While it might be far-fetched, it doesn't feel that way. They they do it in a way that it still feels feasible, I guess. Uh, I was good this whole movie with how they did everything until that scene in the briefcase flying out of the helicopter. That was too much for me. Yeah, that, that pushed the limit for you. and. I can understand that it it felt a little hokey. What was neat about it for me is kind of the way we kind of zoom in and zoom out to their perspective and a normal perspective. So it like you have the super intense fight and that's what happens kind of from that final heist on. You kind of get this intense fight and then you zoom out and you're like, oh, wow, look how ridiculous that actually looks. Yes. As we see it from a normal perspective. But I can see how that could be a little off putting. But I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think that that just that briefcase time is the only time you were kind of like, eh. Yeah, After it that, really you were was good, right? Literally in the briefcase. But I have to tell you, even when they were in the briefcase, I was fairly impressed with the way they did things because the iPhone looked like an iPhone. You even had swiped, uh, you know, unlock yeah. or whatever. <laughs> it they did a nice job with what they did in there. But in general, the continuity was pretty well there. But the uh, and I gotta tell you, it, the perspective, like you said, is so funny. When Thomas the Train blew up <laughs> to uh, the size of a train, yeah, and, and still had the googly eyes that were still going, that was funny. <laughs> it, it, it was funny, but it was. Interesting to watch the perspective from the little girl seeing them fight. Because it looked like your toys were all of a sudden fighting. Yeah, it definitely did. (laughs) I am going to hit nerd physics right off the gate because it's always bothered me. And I don't think it ever will not bother me. Okay. The Ant-Man suit is a cool idea. The idea that you shrink down and you can still hit as hard as you normally can. It's just kind of concentrated in a smaller area. Right. It's a neat idea. But the problem is, if you get bigger, that means it would translate that way as well. So those like the trains and stuff that get bigger, they should tear real easily. But more importantly, from... The first 
scene in the present day, we see Hank has that tank on his keychain. Yes, Hank's tank. <laughs> and if it's if it all is just the same, just concentrated in a smaller area, he should not be able to just carry Wouldn't that, that around. Wouldn't that be heavy? That would be, it should be as heavy as a tank just fitting in the palm of his hand. Well. And I don't find any way around that. And I've tried and I listened and they tried to, they, they said, you have all the force of a 200 pound man concentrated in a person the size of an ant. So maybe they're trying to get around it by saying you've got the force, force, but you don't have but the mass. but not the weight. Because they're not saying he weighs 200 pounds either. Yeah, but you can't exert that force without having the mass to back it up, I don't right? know. But or, that, with, or, I at don't least, know. or at least the acceleration, and he doesn't have the acceleration, so he has to have the mass still. So that's my nerd physics. It, it's They tried to be scientific with it when they should have left it a little more nebulous. And that well, created it was nebulous because... enough for me that that didn't even hit my radar of stupid, which is pretty sure. Usually... But you're also not looking for that stuff. Well, but usually I can figure out your nerd physics because sometimes it's stuff that I went, huh, on my own. But that one didn't even that didn't even bother me. OK, whatever. <laughs> I'm that's good. My nerd physics. I just wanted to get that out of the way because it's always bothered me. And it's a big sticking point. But if I suspend that thought, we're good. I enjoy the heck out of it. Because it's really cool. Yeah. It is really cool. Don't uh, don't worry about that then. Because it's really cool. <laughs> okay. So twice we see people get into these suits... In under 10 seconds. Yes, really fast. and Super fast. And that that is definitely a runner-up for nerd physics, but it's also just silly in general. Yeah, that's even because... faster than Starks, who puts it on himself. I mean, the suit yeah, it puts... It wraps around right, him. Right, that's what I'm trying <laughs> to say. On its own. Yeah, I wasn't coming out in English from me. And, and let me tell you, I, I did basic training, and we never got 10 seconds... To change into something. They might give us 30 seconds to get out of clothes, but it was never 10 seconds to get into something. Well, it was, those you got boots take longer minute. to get into. Okay? He was he was in boots, in that suit. It wasn't a onesie. Close. I don't know. But still, <laughs> I'm thinking about military boots. You have to tie those suckers. Oh, yeah. You can do that quick, though, once you have the hang of it. Did you ever have the hang of it? That was I was being funny. But yeah, the the only upside to them doing Scott's you have ten seconds to get into the suit thing is that it sets it up for in the helicopter so that he can also get into a suit quickly. Yes. So they balance it that way, which is nice. True. That was really cool. I I I didn't even hate that part where he's sneaking out of jail, you know? All of that. I thought so fun. Talking to the ants. I'm good with that. That was pretty fun. (laughs) I thought it was pretty funny when the crazy ants got him and all jumped on him (laughs) like they all were just playing, you know, whatever that game is where you jump on everybody. Pile something. I don't know what it's called. It's a dog pile. There you go. 
dog pile. That's the one. Which which is slang for poop, right? <laughs> I don't know. Gross. I don't want to talk about poop. Let's talk about something else. I also thought it was weird when breaking out of the prison, the dudes like put up a five block perimeter. I'm like, this guy has been booked for breaking and entering, right? Isn't a five mm-hmm. block perimeter just a little much? You'd think so. Like, Paxton lost his mind, though. Because Paxton didn't want to like him at all. Yeah. Intention- you know, he really, he didn't want to like him. Ever. That was an interesting dynamic for me, those two. Because he's like, the one dude's a cop, the other's a criminal. Obviously, they're not going to like each other. And it was one of those things where I think he just didn't like him, one, for the law-breaking, obviously, but also because he wanted his surrogate daughter at that point to have a good role model and knew this guy wasn't doing that. So every time it's like, it's just reinforcing that. And then all of a sudden he gets a peek behind the curtain at how serious things are. And he's like, you know what? Maybe there needs to be a middle ground between hard adherence to the law and what I was doing before and letting him off the hook, I guess. Yes. So it was nice that, like, they both kind of bonded over their mutual love of this little girl. Yeah, that was actually really cool. And sent a nice, actually sent a really good positive message, too. You know, just in in general, as a, as a parent, that really sends mm-hmm. a, a positive message to parents. Stop being idiots. How about that? and it's also a trend anymore like it used to be a trope that the the new step parent was someone to be hated and someone to be reviled and they were always mean and your the ultimate goal was always to split them from the old parent and get the original parents back together but we've kind of progressed into this new thing where moving on from a relationship doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing and you can find a good person. Yeah, it's 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 kind of nice that you can have the real world more accurately depicted in shows. Yes, definitely. Definitely. So, my dick moment. Okay, well, give it to me. Darren, Darren's the dick. Darren's the dick of the right. whole movie. But big one you know i really really think his biggest dick moment was where he was talking to hope about how her dad wronged both of them like he was in the same league as not being fathered properly um by a parent uh but that whole spiel about making it sound like you know her dad didn't love her left her whatever and that they were gonna get back at him together or whatever nonsense self-absorbed nonsense he was spewing that was one of my my favorite moments there and then of course shooting shooting her dad is is bad yeah he just you know and selling things to bad guys and wanting to rule the world and blowing up little baby lambs oh but Maybe, maybe the biggest dick moment is 
where he vaporized the guy in the bathroom and then flushed him down the toilet with the towel he had just dried <laughs> his hands on. That was probably the dickiest moment. I think I think uh, Darren Darren was pretty much just a dick. He was. I I, I love the characterization because you don't they often get someone job. just just that off kilter. And that scene in the the restaurant you were talking about. I noted that scene is very interesting because Hope is infiltrating, and obviously we learned that she was the deciding vote that put Cross in charge. But at the same time, like she doesn't want the crazy in control, but she understands where he's coming from. So even though Darren's kind of taking all that and doing it on himself, like he did it to both of us, and you're right, like comparing that to what Hope went through is ridiculous. But she feels that pain, and so it's almost like regret that she has to side against him because he's nuts. Yeah, totally nuts. He's totally nuts. Totally oh, nuts. Oh, he was. I mean, that that opening video he made to sell his yellow jacket suit, he, he says they're going to take protective actions on the voiceover. Uh-huh. While on the screen is showing people literally being shot. To death. Yes. I'm like, talked about, dude. Uh, corporate espionage and all sorts of stuff. I'm like, oh, there you go. Yeah. That's nice. You're a nice man. You, you, can't, you can't just say that stuff out loud. Apparently you can. <laughs> Apparently you can say it and film it and put it in your commercial. Apparently. Apparently that's a great <laughs> idea. Oh, yeah. Oh. They really do well. Uh, in the Marvel universe of characterizing the bad guys, whether they just be normal people or some weird, you know, juice up, juiced up, concocted thing. You really love to hate them. Mm hmm. And these these next two movies. What are they? Have some pretty, pretty good uh, bad guys as well. We got Civil War. And we've got Black Panther oh. as the next two movies. And they have good is bad civil, guys. Like what the, is Civil War? Who am I? It It's Captain America okay, Civil War. But that's it's like, what it seemed like it's it like should a be. Min, yeah, it's like a mini Avengers movie, though, because you've got a lot of people showing up oh, in it. Oh, that'll be fun. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's a great movie. I'm excited for it. But we're not there yet. No, we're still talking about ants. Which was real? I don't. I really didn't expect <laughs> to like that. Really didn't. Yeah, I I I, love I pointed out one point it, to Beth that like the 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 quickness that they summon ants is terrifying. Yeah, I don't care for that. That means the ants are way too close. I don't like that. Now I'm like, okay, where are they? Who's gonna? And how do I do? <laughs> I I need to be the ant summoner so I can send them away. <laughs> because I'm a little, I don't, I'm not a bug, buggy type person. I don't care for that. And, um, yeah, they're apparently everywhere because they can be anywhere, including coming out the dash of your car. They come out the defrost. Yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> I'll pass. You, you liked Hank Pym, the older guy. Michael Douglas, right? Yeah, I didn't hate him. 
I like him just fine. It is. You did get that kind of arrogance. That oh, same yeah. arrogance you as know, like a Stark, a right? Darkish guy. Yeah. Exactly. Definitely. And it's it. It was funny because at one point he calls the Iron Man suit cute tech. Yes. <laughs> the pin particles it, are not the cute tech like the Iron Man suit. I was like, dude, that's arrogance on a whole yes. other level. And I thought it was funny how uh, he wasn't going to get whatever he said about not wanting it to get to him, to Stark, about yeah. Yeah, he wasn't just going to hand it to him. I I was amused. Oh, when 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 Scott said, this sounds like a job for the Avengers or something, and he said, yeah. no. <laughs> so, yeah. I didn't want to hand it to Stark then. I'm sure not doing it now. Yeah, and it was, it was one of those things where I think at this point when movies were coming out, people are like, okay, as this stuff is happening, why aren't the Avengers involved? So that was just a natural place to slip this in to a movie. And it makes sense that we wouldn't call the Avengers. But, like, in some of these movies we've had since the first Avengers movie, it doesn't really, if you think about it, it doesn't make sense that we haven't had more people showing up on these things. So it's one of the, it's it was one of those kind of throwaway, hey, this isn't an Avengers movie kind of things. Yeah. It was fun. I thought it was fun when we added the Falcon. That was fun. Oh, my gosh. That was hysterical. I'm sorry. I'm sure you're real a real nice guy, but it was funny. Oh my gosh, that was funny. As, as he as he's kicking his butt, he's like, "I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry." And he's in there screwing with all his electronics. Funny, super oh, funny. Oh man, it was it was good. But but I I brought up Hank because his characterization is super interesting. Like you like him. But he's still arrogant like a Stark. He cares about what happens, but ultimately his focus is on protecting his daughter and then the mission and then anything else. Yes. So, like, you know, you but get with that Stark arrogance... is different because Stark only gave a shit about himself. That's true. But I like that. You really feel it, but you don't don't get uh, I think it's because the focus of the entire movie is not on him like it is right. it in Iron is. Man. So it's part of a character characterization that's not front and center all the time. Right. And it was neat that Scott put together why he kept refusing hope because well duh if you think about it yeah well it doesn't make any sense why he wouldn't want someone more experienced better able to do it until scott steps in's like dude look he needs me because he knows if i go that's okay for him ultimately right i knew that from duh i knew that from the beginning i didn't need scott to tell me i knew it sure but if you're in the middle of it like it right right it's, it's great for hope for hope at that moment because 
she just keeps seeing him being deny him denying her. Right. And she can't see past that to the ultimate reason. Absolutely. Yeah, that was a cool moment. That whole moment in the car because he helps her and then she helps him. Mm-hmm. It was it was uh it was a really kind of powerful scene there, really, to the whole movie. Yeah. It I it was definitely a good one. <laughs> it was cool too. Except the ants came out of the dash. Ugh. Oh, yeah. Well. Okay. I f- I think I'm going to give my dick moment. No pause. Good job. To hope, actually. Because Which time? <laughs> Cuz yeah, she was a dick too. The first time they go to spar and she's going to show him how to throw a punch. She holds up her hands oh, and he so punches funny. her hand. And she punches his face. <laughs> I know. That's I'm sorry. Yeah, it's funny. Oh my god. And it, I laugh. That was so funny. But Hope, you are a dick in that moment because he punched your hands. He held up his hands just like you did, and you punch him in the face. That's a dick. Mm-hmm. But Absolutely. it was great and funny. <laughs> okay. My superhero moment and my super normal moment. Are kind of the same moment. Oh, you're doing this more and more now. But I don't have to. Copping out on me. Yeah, uh that's okay. I'll come up with a different superhero moment. If you want to be a jackass. You can do whatever But I'll explain to you why this is. When when Scott goes um, into the back of the yellow jacket guy thing and, and then goes quantum whatever... Whatever they said, I don't know. Yeah, and uh, he goes subatomic so and enters the quantum. He's gone, realm. and so he's he's gone, and he keeps hearing his daughter, and and that you know is trying to pull himself back for his daughter because he hears her mm-hmm. calling him, and um, so that is a superhuman moment to me as he figured out how to get back to his daughter, which would also be a superhero moment, but we won't do that. Because you don't like it. So that is my superhuman hey. moment is call hey, you just be quiet. I'm still talking. I can still sass you. Do you do whatever you want. I'm gonna do whatever I want, and you're just gonna sit there and be quiet and listen to me. So that's my superhuman moment. That whole Normal. Yeah. Normal, human, whatever. Superhumanish normal. <laughs> and then the superhero moment is actually when he says he has to go subatomic and jump in there because he knew he was going to give up everything. He thought he was giving up everything to go save everybody else. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was it's a, actually the moment before moment. and after. I mean that because he didn't think he was going to come back and he chose to to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. It It was a great moment because... Like you said, he he doesn't think he's coming back, and so he's like, Cassie's got a good father figure. He's she's got her mother. I'm gonna make sure she survives, and if it's the last thing I do, and he gives everything to do it, mm-hmm. and it just works out real nice that 
Cross kind of sucks into a hole of himself and is gone. There's yes. no like mess <laughs> at the end really? of it all. No gel on the floor. <laughs> Glob of weird colored jelly. Ew. Yeah, that'd be an interesting that'd be an interesting thing to talk to your friends about in high school. Like, oh yeah, that's where a supervillain tried to kill me. It, it stained the floor. We never got it out. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. That's some sort of uh, subatomic plasma. <laughs> Look at you with your techno babble. I know, right? <laughs> I I am very proud of you. I'm going to give the super normal moment dun, dun, dun. <laughs> to the Baskin Robbins scene. <laughs> because he was sure he would be okay and he could find a job. And I can imagine how that works out because I've been there. And so he's got this degree, he's trying to use it. And so then he like, okay, well, I'll go for this lesser job. And I'll go for this lesser job. And I'll go for this. Oh, God. I just need any job. And then he still not get anything because he's, you know, a criminal. Right. A former criminal at Three this point. Three years in San Quentin. And, I'll do that to you. And so then he lies about who he is. Jack. Gets the job. And they find out. And he loses the job. After this guy's like, oh, you did such a good job. It's such a great thing. I can't believe I know you. Obviously, you're fired. And he's like, wait, what? <laughs> I was like... Oh, I feel that so hard. Not the changing my identity stuff, but the trying so hard and just keep getting shot down. I gotta tell you, while we're on that scene, his customer was so stupid. So stupid. I wanted to beat him. I mean, really. I wanted to throw something in his face. Uh, uh, And, yeah. (laughs) And then when he goes back to talk to the boss there, you help this idiot. That was so funny. <laughs> but, oh my gosh. People. Okay, what's your superhero moment then? Hmm, that's a good question. I thought so. That's why I asked it. Well, you do have the hard-hitting questions. That's me. Yep. Super journalist. <laughs> what's your super journalist moment? No. Oh. Do you know yet? I don't. What do you know? Do you know anything? I don't know that anything. Other than the stands out to you. The subatomic moment. Nothing but the subatomic moment really stands out. Yeah, that was really the. Uh, no. I know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna (laughs) give it to Hope. I gave Hope the dick moment. I'm gonna give her the superhero moment because she didn't have any protections. And when stuff went down in that chamber, she immediately grabbed a dude, disarmed him, beat him down, and was right there to to blow Cross's brains out if he made a move on her father. Yeah. So she gets superhero moment because she literally was ready for anything at that point. True. You know who else might get the superhero moment? I think his who? name is Dave. Dave who stole the cop car. that was so funny that's that's pretty good and if he hadn't been so excited about getting away with it he would have gotten away he would have gotten away with it oh my gosh that was so funny so funny he got hank in super funny though 
Yeah, that was that was pretty good. What hmm. else do we have to talk about? Um, I think that's about it. Anything else that you wanted to talk about? I don't think so. I really uh I really enjoyed this movie, much to my own surprise. And uh I think we've hit all the parts that I found super amusing. Or that I thought we needed to talk about. Although, setting somebody up to break into your house, to break into your safe, pretty weird. Yeah, that's a bit weird. I get why he did it. Yes. It's still weird. Still weird. Oh, we did not (laughs) cover one thing that I think is super funny. And okay. that is when Scott tells him he is done with the thievery life. Oh, And yeah. he is no longer going to break into places and steal shit. And he asks Hank what he wants him to do. And he says, break into some place and steal some shit. Yeah. yeah I mean, <laughs> I, that he, was that, in one of the trailers. That was one of the best lines, though. You... Uh, how can you not laugh? Uh, I yeah, did. it's great. He <laughs> Well, and it's 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 this moment where like Scott's been trying to stay straight. He he's like, "Okay, for my daughter, I'm going to try and do this thing so I can get a leg up and go straight again." And things don't go well. And so he ends up like going down this path and he gets another chance, he thinks for with Hank, and he's like, "Okay, you're right. I'm going I'm going I'm doing it right this time. I'm no more no more shortcuts. What do you need me to do? And he's like everything that you did to get here. Yeah, really. <laughs> really. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was it was it was pretty funny. And I'm done. But if you don't have anything else I have else, nothing else. Okay. If you have nothing else, I have nothing else. We are going to watch the trailer for Captain America Civil, Civil War. War. Next time on Saga of the Stones, Captain America, Civil War. All right, and we just watched the trailer. Holy cow, there's stuff going on, and I can't wait to watch this because I'm not sure why the heck Tony and and uh, Captain America, whose name I can't remember right now because I'm too excited, are fighting. Everybody's fighting, and there seems to be a fight between Iron Man and Captain America, but then it looked like there were two sets, and then Spider-Man shows up. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> that was a phenomenal trailer. It was a phenomenal trailer because I actually want to watch this movie. I want to watch it right now, and I'm sorry we have to wait. But <laughs> I, I, I want to know what's happening. Yeah, and this. Where is... did Spider-Man come from? Oh my gosh! I, I am, I am super excited, and I'm glad you're excited, and I'm glad the trailer's great, and oh my gosh, this. Oh, you didn't make a projection. Oh no. I could still do it. You Th- forgot to say whether you were right last time, and now. Oh my word. We screwed yeah. everything up. That's what, I knew there was something I was missing. I made my list of stuff yeah, and this I for- distance stuff is weird. 
Yeah. I didn't grab my notebook, my handy notebook that I always just pulled the next thing off of. You didn't blues clues properly. But to be fair, my projections never, or almost never, line up with your feeling on the trailer. Because if you feel horrible about the trailer, you could still love the movie. Well, this is true, because that happened with Ant-Man, but you usually make projections. I don't even remember what the projection of Ant-Man was, what you thought, if I would like it or not. I I said you are definitely going to like it more than the trailer, and I think you're going to like it overall. I I know I said a lot. Oh, it's great. I, I really enjoyed this trailer, which kind of scares me. Because I really hated Ant-Man's trailer and I love the movie. So if this translates, then that means I hate the movie. But I doubt that happens. No, because really. there have been some that you like the trailer of and then you like the movie. And so, I have been pretty consistent in enjoying Captain America movies yes. and Avenger movies. And this one looks like it's kind of a cross between the two almost. And then it is Spider-Man. Where the heck did he come from? It's I sort don't know. Of- it's sort of like a, a it's a it's an Avengers movie, but told from Captain America's perspective. Whereas the Avengers movies kind of encompass everyone's perspective. So that's kind of gotcha. how But it's okay. it's a great movie. I think you're gonna love it. And I I'm excited. I, I still haven't come up with my new I wanted to do a different scale. I think we're just gonna can the projection thing because I can't find a good scale I wanna use and I don't wanna just go a rating. I'm gonna use the potato scale. I liked that loaded baked potato. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. I did suggest that maybe I'd pick a random food and have a. Yeah, you wanted to do bread. I I feel potatoes today. <laughs> Ant Man was loaded baked potato. That's my that's my rating on it. Loaded baked potato. <laughs> You're welcome. All right. I I uh, yeah. Are we done recording? And- Anything else, Beth? Um, I got nothing. All right. Well, that's been Cinematic Sagas. I'm Chris. I am Iron Man. <laughs> and how's your face? <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> I wrote it down specifically for this, too. <laughs> that All was right. so funny. Thanks for listening to Cinematic Sagas, a part of the As If You Didn't Know network. Episodes release every other Wednesday. That jaunty tune you hear is Comic Hero by Kevin McLeod, and he's used under the Creative Commons license. If you enjoy this podcast, please rate and review us on iTunes. We would love to hear from you, so send emails to saga at asifydk.com. Our Twitter and Instagram handles, asifydk, and our website, asifydk.com. That's the words as, if, and the letters y, d, k. See you there.